Do you know that, that you are a cis male? Have you ever heard of that term? A cis male? Cis male. C-Y-S-M-A-L-E. So what it means is that you are a man. You're born a man. Well, as far as you know. As far as I know. And you identify yourself as a man. Yes. That's a cis male. Now, I don't understand. Where does that... Is this a new phrase? Yes. It's a way of marginalizing a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> Today is, in fact, the day the Lord has made, and these are the times in which God has decided we shall live. Times such as these require us to accept or, in fact, deny unique sets of responsibilities. If you deny the responsibilities, in my opinion, you're denying the times in which God has decided we'll live and showing us that we do have these responsibilities on a temporal basis. If you deny them, well, then you're just helping the world become more technocratic and tyrannical. I know someone who accepts his responsibility as entertainer, philosopher, and math man. Yeah, it's warm. It might even be uncomfortably warm. That's life. Deal with it. Shut up about it. Halibut aren't majestic. I've learned that. Nobody is allowed to say my name. Bungie! Oh, I am going down! The cord cut! My hands did not touch the water! I'm springing up near the bridge! Free fall again! Down near the water! I did it! Dory Monson, welcome back to the Todd Herman Show. It's kind of jarring so early in the morning, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah, you're He's the one screaming wanted... like a maniac? My goodness. Well, all, all your promos have you screaming. You had the one where you're getting tased, you scream, <laughs> don't! But that was yeah. more of a Homer Simpson thing. Yeah, when, you, right. when, that, when that left your mouth, did you realize as you were being tased that, that when you're tased, you turn into Homer? <laughs> it was, uh, I, I still distinctly remember the feeling of the electricity arcing between the two points in my back. It's, uh, it's something you don't forget. That'll cause anybody to say, don't. Uh, yeah, before we exactly. get into the national, the national scene, and we do need to talk about your comparison, which I think is really interesting between uh, Circle Back talking about illegal immigrants and a two-year-old on an airplane. I just wanted to play this for you uh, for many, many years, back when the Seahawks pregame show was successful on radio. I mean, I didn't mean to say it that way. Back when it was well-listened. I don't... Let me just say it this way. Don't cause you, trouble for me. Me? Crying trouble? out loud. Me? Trouble? No, you back when it. I used to listen to the Seahawks uh, uh, pregame show, Dory Montz was the host for many, many years. So you're a sports guy. You might remember this uh, with one of your heroes of comedy, Norm MacDonald, speaking at the ESPY Awards, all the great college players in attendance. The face on the players is to hear this thing is just phenomenal. This is Norm MacDonald doing what he did, which was make people uncomfortable. And Charles Wood. How about that? Oh, what a season he had. Great, man. He, he became the first defensive player to win the Heisman Trophy. And congratulations, Charles. That is something that no one can ever take away from you. Unless you kill your wife and a waiter, in which case... <laughs> So how does that rate in, in terms of McDonald? Go ahead. Oh, man. Well, uh, 
I'd hate to have to rate them because so much was brilliant. When he delivered that line, the camera cut to Ken Griffey Jr., who just had the most disgusted look on his face. But you heard the audience applaud. That's the difference between whenever that was, 15 years ago and today, because he would have been canceled before, you know, the end of the show if he tried something like that today. But he didn't care. He didn't care about that. Uh, And... His death hit me really hard, Todd, because I thought as a performer, he was so unique and distinct. And the only thing I would say is if people have not heard the moth joke that he told on Conan O'Brien, go after Todd's show's over, go to YouTube and just type in Norm MacDonald, the moth joke. It is... Four minutes of the most brilliant anti-comedy ever. And, and that's why I admire, I love people, Todd, who, who try to do things different from everybody else. And, you know, that's what I tried to do when I was first blessed with getting a radio show was I wanted to be different from everybody else. I didn't want to sound like everybody else. And then when you have somebody in the mainstream, and he somewhat was, although he never really found a place uh, you know, he tried sitcoms, he had uh, talk shows, but, uh, he had Netflix seasons of shows, but just never found a place for this genius that he was. So, yeah, it it hit me real hard. Uh, and uh, I was very sad about I was sadder about this than any other celebrity death, which surprised the heck out of me. It is interesting. You know, I, you and I differ in that regard in terms of radio and that uh, when I started the show, my main focus was to be uh, the same as everyone else. <laughs> That's right. So I think it's a sense of comfort, you know, uh, because yeah. I certainly I, I do try to confine myself to staying well inside the acceptable norms. Of yeah, opinions. good for you. Yeah, (laughs) that has served you very well. Yeah, that's been my sort of rep in radio for many, (laughs) many, many years. Um, You have put together a comparison between illegal immigrants or I guess want to be illegal immigrants coming to our country. Two hundred and twelve thousand per month, two months running. The FAA that's run by the people who run Joe Biden has banned drones from flying over this bridge to film this human catastrophe. Um, Ted Cruz says 80 percent of the people there are from Haiti. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but you put together a little comparison uh, between this the circle back and the two year old. Yeah. So there was a, a mom on an American Airlines flight and she had her two year old in her lap and she was trying to get the mask over his nose and mouth and. Apparently, the two-year-old reportedly has asthma, and the kid, every time the mom pulls it up, up the mask, the kid would just reach up and pull it down with his hands, uh, and here's just, it's, it's awful to listen to babies crying in the morning, but here's just a little clip of this baby on the plane, and you, listen carefully to what the mom says when she says, I'm trying, he just won't let the mask anywhere near his face. Uh, that's enough. We don't want to listen to any more of that. But the, so the pilot gets on the intercom and he announces that they are returning to the gate to remove a non-compliant 
passenger. And, and they did. And they had three law enforcement officers waiting on the jetway for this mom and this two-year-old. And I was thinking, how insane have we gotten as a country that um, this mom was trying everything she could, but the baby was asthmatic and the baby was having trouble breathing and the baby kept pulling the mask off and the mom was non-compliant. And you compare that. So we're kicking that mom off a plane. But then you look at that southern border where there are 10,000 thousand people sitting under a bridge right now the bridge that uh, as you just mentioned they've uh, denied drone airspace because they want to just bury the issue and free it from the sights of the american people so we're letting hundreds of thousands of unvaccinated unmasked illegal aliens into the country but a baby two-year-old with asthma is non-compliant and what a scary phrase that is, too. It's kind of like human infrastructure, non-compliant asthmatic two-year-olds. And it's just everything is crazy upside down and scaring the heck out of me. Yes. And I also need to learn how to press a button. But then you <laughs> compared that to circle back sake. It's a requirement for people at a business with more than 100 people. It is not a requirement for migrants at the southern border. Why? That's correct. Go ahead. So a fair question by Peter Ducey. Why are you requiring vaccines for people, but not for the illegals at the border? And she goes, that's correct. Next. And points to somebody else. It is such a smugness. It was such condescension and ignoring a very reasonable question. And for example, there was the press conference yesterday, and I don't know if you want to get into this now or later, but about the, the new requirements here in King County in Seattle area. And not one reporter asked, so can we drop the masks if everybody has to be vaccinated? And nobody even asked that, so we don't know the answer. To you know, If they want to go to a restaurant, have to show their papers, but that, can they lose the mask then? And it's like nobody's asking questions, and they're just letting a government run roughshod over all of us. And I cannot believe how compliant we have become as a people. It's... It's really something, and it's, I know you know because you talk about this, this is all very carefully crafted by design. It is. It is. And it's an attempt to break people. I do want to talk about the separate country of Seattle within the separate country of King County in this diktat. I also want to, though, talk a little bit about this airplane experience and explore that from a perspective of a man of faith, but also a guy who grew up half redneck and ain't, ain't, ain't opposed to slapping a dude. When people need to be slapped. So we'll talk about that after we check traffic with right-way traffic. Jory Monson's with us, noon to three, Kyle Radio. Let's make sure we talk about uh, 400% margins of error uh, oh, yeah. from a so-called public health official. So, Dory, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Jesus follower, and I'm a flawed one. Um, I try my very best. I really don't go around hitting people anymore. I honestly try to turn the other cheek, and, and I think God tests my patience in ways. I was telling my wife the other day that all of a sudden there's this pattern where I'm driving a place and the timing is unmistakable. I leave my house at, you know, a certain time. The second I get to an intersection, there's a logging truck. Okay, well, I know it's going to turn right up here, so I'll be okay. Logging truck leads. Here comes a school bus. And then the school bus leads. And every, like, I can't get anywhere without vehicles that must go slow or people we call slows mm -hmm. in front of us. And I can see the Lord saying, Todd, 
Love these people. Okay, Lord, I will have patience. I will. I will try to have patience. Dory, as God is my witness, seeing what they did to that family and that two-year-old, I don't know. I, I honestly do not know, Dory, if I would have been able to restrain myself watching an asthmatic two-year-old being forced to be wrapped up in a mask and a mother being called non-compliant, I would pray on my knees. I'd be able to restrain myself. I would at least be in their face verbally. I would be all over them verbally. I would be shaming them verbally at the very least. Am I, I mean, look, talk me down, Dory. I, I, when I, I feel a sense of unbelievable righteous indignation if not anger and i i never express anger on the radio ever i've never done (laughs) that never will right that's right no it's uh i understand your emotions and everybody is going to just say and this is scary because people have said this in history and i'm not trying to make nazi comparisons here but uh everybody is just saying i was just doing my job i was just doing what the government told me to do whether it's the pilot who declares somebody non-compliant or the law enforcement officers who are waiting for that mom who would have uh, tased you and will would have heard what you sound like when you get tased don't don't don't, yeah. don't. Uh, and uh, but everybody's just doing their job, they say. Yeah. And right. and that that has not been an adequate defense in history. Uh, and I think that we are we're, we're careening towards uh, just erasing people who dare step out of line, who dare show some individuality. Uh, you know, I've said many times that. I, I used to be, when I was a kid, I was kind of a classic liberal because they liked free-spirited people. They liked people who challenged authority, people who dared go against the grain. That was kind of the hallmark in the 60s, you know, go against the man. Now, liberalism is about you must engage in groupthink. You must not step out of line. If you do, we will cancel you. And it shows just how radical in a few decades, and this was again very carefully planned and crafted to get to this we're not quite at the end yet but we're very close to the end and now it is about a mono thought monotheistic mono everything society and it's it's really scary todd and but it is we're, we're careening at breakneck speed in that direction right now it is. And, and, and I would say this about the, the diktats in King County, that if you want to go to a gym and exercise your body, which would be the prime way to not be vulnerable to upper respiratory viruses, if you want to go to a restaurant and support a local business, you now have to prove that you have traveling papers approved by Big Pharma. You have to have been shot up with an experimental gene therapy, never tested on pregnant women, never tested for long-term effects. Um, they destroyed the control groups. Both Moderna and Pfizer gave the injections to people in the control groups in the latest test of the boosters there's a total of 300 people tested only what was it um i think it's 13 or so over the age of 65 there's one heart attack in that group in england deaths right now england far ahead of us with the mrna injections deaths in england are 10 times per day what they were last september these are deaths with and from covid flu we mm-hmm. will travel the same path that's happened in every country that's gone down this thing so Jory, i want to put you in the position of a spokesperson for government because i know you're a, you are a skilled debater you sure. can take the other side okay so i'm going to ask a question i would ask 
Um, yes, uh, over here. Uh, I go to you. Uh, uh, let's see, King County Council uh, Executive um, uh, Monson. Executive Monson, question, yes, please. Yes, yes. How is it that an injection that does not stop infection or transmission will end this pandemic? Because, as you know, the stock prices of Moderna and <laughs> Pfizer have gone up, <laughs> and the. Total revenues have gone up hundreds of billions of dollars. And they've asked us to make sure that we can maintain that revenue stream because otherwise our stock price will start to suffer and fail. And it is our job as citizens, as Americans, it is our job to keep up the Pfizer and Moderna stock prices. Next. <laughs> you couldn't, you, like me, you couldn't be a spokesmouth. I know you couldn't. Um, talk about 400% margins of error. You're a math guy, and you are sharp with numbers. Who issued a, a statement in decision-making based upon 400% margin of error? Okay, uh, Jeffrey Duchin is the King County public health doctor. And after, after they announced yesterday that they're going to make everybody show their papers, and you're going to need a vaccine card to get into uh, any restaurant, any movie theater, any anything of entertainment, uh, he put out a tweet last night. And he said, over the next six months in King County, IHME estimates that a vaccine verification requirement at restaurants, bars, and gyms could prevent between 17,900 and 75,900 infections, and it'll prevent somewhere between 63 and 257 deaths. So the numbers have a 400% spread. And I, I wrote back to the good doctor on Twitter, and uh, from which you've been banned, by the way, so I have to carry yes. the water for both of us there. I know. So, uh, so I wrote back, and I said, what scientist and what science has numbers with a 400% margin of error? And it's just, and so I responded that I just finished my own study, and I estimate that the, the new VAX verification requirement will prevent somewhere between zero and 8,346 deaths. <laughs> and my number is as ludicrous as his numbers. Uh, and But that's what they're pushing out, Todd. And this is not science. It's not about science. It's about controlling people. Nobody uses a 400% margin of error if they're a true scientist. They don't know what's coming, and, and yet they act like they're saving us. They act like we should be on our knees thanking them. And, and that's the other annoying part. And can I say one other thing about our, our county council uh, chief, Dow Constantine? Oh, oh, smack daddy, Dow Constantine. I use fun yeah. nicknames out of a sense of collegialism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, on my show today, I'm going to completely break down his vaccine mandate press conference. But earlier in the day yesterday, he was at another press conference where they announced Seattle will get the... 2023 Major League Baseball All-Star Game. As long as we don't pass any laws that baseball doesn't like the next two years. But um, he kept, in every time he mentioned how excited he, w he was that it was coming to our county, he said, we are so excited to bring the All-Star Game to Martin Luther King County. And then later he said... <laughs> 
Later, and I'm, I'm going to play these sound bites on my show too today, and, and then another reference a few minutes later. So uh, when you come to Martin Luther King County, uh, and it was like this is the worst pandering I have ever heard in my entire life. But they think that that'll make the baseball overlords happy. So that's who is calling the shots and everything. The pharmaceutical overlords, the baseball overlords, get down on your knees and worship your new masters, people. There it is. Dory Monson, noon to three, Cairo Radio, in your hearts, in your minds, and in your pocketbooks. Dory Monson, thanks for joining us, and go with God's good grace. Have a great weekend, guys. See ya. Your text messages, notes to the show, complaints, strongly worded emails, next. Definitely check traffic.